Anyway, let's continue. وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ And among his signs, of his miracles, is خَلْقُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ Is the creation of the skies and the earth. وَاخْتِلَافُ And the diversity. Of أَلْسِنَتِكُمْ Of your tongues, meaning your languages. وَأَلْوَانِكُمْ And your colors. إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَاتِ Indeed, in that are surely signs. لِلْعَالِمِينَ For those who have ilm, for those who have knowledge. In what? In two things that are mentioned over here. First of all, the creation of the skies and the earth. This in itself is a sign of Allah's power and might. How huge is the earth? How huge is the sky? And within the earth, so much diversity. And then, secondly, within human beings, وَاخْتِلَافُ أَلْسِنَتِكُمْ وَأَلْوَانِكُمْ The diversity... The difference is ikhtilaf in alsina. Alsina is the plural of lisan. And what is lisan? Literally means tongue. But it refers to language also. So the diversity of your languages. How? That first of all, so many different languages are spoken in the world. Isn't there? Raise your hand if you know a language other than English. Oh, mashallah. Okay. How many of you know Urdu? How many of you know Somali? How many of you know Swahili? How many of you know French? Any other language? Punjabi? Arabic, of course. Seriously, just in this room, we have people who speak so many different languages. Afghani, Persian, whatever, Farsi. Right? Did I miss anything else? Bengali, I'm so sorry. Bengali, yeah. So, sign language... Of course, ikhtilaf of al-sinatikum, the diversity of the languages that you speak. Now, al-sin and lisan, it's not just languages, but it's also the dialects. Dialects, right? That Arabic, for instance, has so many different dialects, right? Then it's not just the different dialects, it's also different accents, right? And then not just that, but also the actual words that people speak. You know, for instance, three people could speak the same language, English. But each individual has a different set of words that they like to use, right? Vocabulary is different. Their expressions are different. The way in which they speak is different. Their voice is different. One speaks really loud, one speaks really soft, one speaks really fast, another person speaks really slow, right? So this diversity, if you think about it, No two people speak in the exact same way. Seriously. No two people speak in the exact same way. There may be many similarities, but each individual has his own style. Own style. Unique style. And then, وَأَلْوَانِكُمْ Diversity of your colors. Alwan is a plural of laun. What is laun? Complexion, shade, color. Again, diversity in the color of the skins. And... Really, no two people are the same color. And in one body also you see, you know, the back of your hand, the front of your hand, different colors. Isn't it? So, وَاخْتِلَافُ أَلْسِنَتِكُمْ وَأَلْوَانِكُمْ إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَاتٍ Indeed, in that are surely miracles, signs, لِلْعَالِمِينَ For people who have knowledge. Again, this is amazing. Why? Because human beings have all descended from who? 
Adam and Hawa. So much diversity in their children. Hmm? So much diversity, not just in their looks, but even in their languages. In Surah Fatir, Ayah 28, Allah says, وَمِنَ النَّاسِ وَالدَّوَابِّ وَالْأَنْعَامِ مُخْتَلِفٌ أَلْوَانُهُ And among people, and moving creatures, and grazing livestock are various colors. وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ And of his signs is manamukum, your sleep. From the root letters, noon وَمِيم, نَوْم. And manam is masdar, sleeping. So your sleep, when? Bilayli, in the night, nahari and the day. The fact that you can sleep in the night and the fact that you can sleep in the day, this is also a miracle. Yes. Okay. Sibra is a color that is put on something. Okay? Like a dye. Like for example, you have some paint or something and then you dip a piece of you know cloth or something like that in it. So what has been put on, that is sibra. Okay, and loan on the other hand is the original color. Can you change your skin tone, skin color? People try. Doesn't look natural, right? The best color is which color? Natural. So the fact that you can sleep in the night and in the day, even this is a miracle, right? Because especially in the day, you know, it's amazing how sometimes it's so noisy, it's so bright chaos and what happens there is a person sleeping in the living room on the couch broad daylight right the fact that you can sleep be completely knocked out this also is amazing you know sometimes the best sleep that you can have is in the sun when it's nice and sunny right best sleep especially in the winter when you're indoors and the sunlight is coming through the in a window or something, and you sleep in that sunlight, it's awesome. It's like there's a heat blanket on you. Right? Anyway, Billayli wa nahar ukum and you're seeking min fadlihi of his bounty. Meaning among his signs, among his miracles, among the amazing things that Allah has created, is how you go on seeking Allah's bounty. Meaning how you make money. In simple words. And it's amazing how people make money in so many different ways. Right? There are people who, who will make money by watching cats, by being a cat sitter. Right? By being a dog walker. I'm, I'm just saying, peacekeeper. There's so many different ways in which people make money. وَابْتِغَاءُكُمْ مِنْ فَضْلِهِ and primarily this is referring to how people can travel from one place to the other in order to seek Allah's bounty. إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَاتِ Indeed in that are surely signs. لِقَوْمٍ يَسْمَعُونَ For people who listen. So in order to observe the ayat, in order to benefit from the ayat, you have to have ilm, you have to listen, and you also have to see. وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ And among his signs, يُرِيكُمْ He shows you al-barqa The lightning. Barq. What is lightning? The flash of lightning that you see in the sky with a thunderstorm before or during. Khawfan with fear. Wataman and hope. Meaning when you see the lightning, when you see that flash, it brings feelings of khawf in your heart and also tama. Fear. Fear of what? Some disaster. And hope. Hope of what? 
rain and pleasant weather. It's amazing. One lightning, it looks so beautiful, yet it is frightening at the same time. Isn't it? When you see it from a distance, it looks beautiful. But if you hear it, or if you're close to it, it frightens you. It brings hope of rain, yet fear of disaster at the same time. وَيُنَزِّلُ And He sends down مِنَ السَّمَاءِ From the sky مَاءً Water And when this water falls down from the sky فَيُحْيِي Then He brings life بِهِ With it الْأَرْضَ The land بَعْدَ مَوْتِهَا After its death Meaning the earth The land that was barren Lifeless Dead Nothing growing on it One rain And the landscape is changed إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَاتِ لِقَوْمِ يَعْقِلُونَ Indeed in that are surely signs For people who use aql Because it's quite possible That we see the signs We hear the signs We know them But if we don't use our reason We won't benefit from them وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ And among his signs أَن تَقُومَ أَن that تَقُومَ It stands it is standing. It remains. From the root letters, Qaf, Waw, Meem. What is standing? What is remaining? As-sama'u, the sky, wal-ardu and the earth, bi amrihi by His command. It's amazing that the sky is standing, firstly without any pillars, without any support. In Surah Al-Hajj, Ayah 65, Allah says, وَيُمْسِكُ السَّمَاءَ أَن تَقَعَ لَلْأَرْضِ إِلَّا بِإِذْنِي Allah is holding the sky. He doesn't let it fall. You know, massive clouds, massive things in the sky, do they fall down? Do they? No. Allah has created the earth such that what is in the atmosphere, what is in the sky, what is in the skies above us, it won't fall on us. There is a hidden protection. And then, Taquma also means that it remains. Meaning the sky is in its place. It's appointed place. It's been there since so long. It still hasn't ceased to exist. And not just the sky, but the earth also. I mean, when you look at you know the picture of space, for example, with the earth somewhere in the middle, it's amazing. Why is it there and not 50,000 kilometers below? Seriously. Why is it there? Taquma. Who is it that is making it stay in its place, in its orbit? Who? And then, who has made it remain since such a long time? If you think about it, are there things in this universe, in the space, that can destroy the earth? Yes. It could be destroyed literally within seconds. But Allah has made it remain. An taquma sama'u wal ardu. How? بِأَمْرِهِ By His order, by His laws, by His command. Allah has created these universal laws such that because of which the earth is still there, the sky is still there, in their place. ثُمَّ دَنْ إِذَا دَعَاكُمْ When He will call you, دَعْوَةً A single call. مِنَ الْأَرْضِ From the earth, إِذَا أَنْتُمْ Suddenly you will تَخْرُجُونَ You will come out. And this is referring to the resurrection, the day of judgment. That right now, the earth and the sky, they remain. But then what will happen? According to Allah's command, they shall be devastated. And then what will happen? One call, one da'wah, and all of you people from the earth, تَخْرُجُونَ You will come out. You will come out of your graves, you will emerge alive, fully conscious. تَخْرُجُونَ And this resurrection itself has many ayat in it. 
In Surah Al-Ma'arij ayah 43 Allah says yawma yakhrujuna min al-ajdaathi siraa'an ka'annahum ila nusbin yufidun The day they will emerge from the graves rapidly In Surah Al-Nazi'at ayah 13:14 Allah says fa innama hiya zajratun wahida fa bisahira Indeed it will be one shout and suddenly they will be alert upon the earth's surface in Surah Yasin ayah 53 In kanat illa sayhatan wahidatan fa'idahum jami'ul ladayna muhdarun One blast, one scream, enough and everybody will come out. How quickly do we respond to his call now? We don't. But when the hour will be established, instantly. Walahu And to him belongs man fis samawati wal ard Whoever that is in the skies and the earth. Everything that is in the sky, that is in the earth, belongs to who? Allah. Mulkan wa khalqan wa abidan. Everything is owned by Allah. Everything is Allah's creation. Everything is Allah's servant. Kullun lahu qanitun. Kullun all. Lahu for him. Qanitun. Ones who are devoutly obedient. From the word qunut. Qaf noon ta. And what does qunut mean? To be submissively dutiful. To be humbly submissive. To be devoted to someone constantly. So then, if all of these creatures point to Allah's existence, His power, His greatness, and when everything belongs to Him, then who could be His equal? Because remember, Surah Al-Rum is a Makki Surah, right? And the theme of Makki Surahs is Tawheed. Who could be his equal? Who could match his power? Who could be his rival? How could you doubt his word? كُلُّ اللَّهُ قَانِتُونَ وَهُوَ الَّذِي And he is the one who يَبْدَأُ الْخَلْقَ He initiates the creation. He begins the creation. Creation of who? Every creature. He is the one who initiated it. He is the one who began it. He is the one who started it. He is the one who made it for the first time. Whether it is human being, an animal, Anything. Summa yu'iduhu. And then he repeats it. I'ada, to repeat. So he repeats the creation. How? Over and over and over again. Really, if you think about it, a day is created, and that day dies, the night comes, and then what happens? The day is created again. Right? One rainfall happens, that's a creation. Is that it? Once the rain stops, is that it? Gone forever? No. Yu'iduhu. Allah creates one human being and then what happens? He dies. Is that it? No. More are born. Seriously, if you think about it, how many people have died in the past, let's say in the past decade? In all the wars that have happened and in all the natural disasters that have happened, the earthquakes and the tsunamis and so on and so forth. How many people have died? So many in the thousands. Not just thousands actually, hundreds of thousands. Right? So many casualties if you think about it. But still, human population, isn't that a big concern for environmentalists? Isn't it? It's a huge concern, right? So yes, many people die. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates many more also. وَهُوَ And it is أَهْوَنُ عَلَيْهِ It is easier for him. What is easier for him? What is easier for him? Repeating the creation. Creating for the second, third, you know, so many times Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created. So this is easier for him. 
Why do you doubt resurrection? You think it's difficult for Allah to recreate? It's not difficult for Him. And the word ahwan is from the word hayyin, hayyanun. Hayyin, hayyin is that which is easy. Alright? And basically hayyin is that work or that task which is very easy for someone. Why? Because it's so insignificant, it's so small, it's so minor compared to their ability, compared to their strength. Right? Like for example, for you to carry a piece of paper. Is it a lot of hard work? What is it for you? Hayyin. It's so easy that you don't even think about it. You know, for example, some things when you have to carry them, you're like, okay, gather up all my strength in my hands, and then, oh, you pick it up. Right? But a piece of paper, do you even think about it? No. You just go with your two fingers and you just pick it up. Isn't it? This is hayyin. So simple, so easy. Because your power, your ability, your strength is so much more compared to the task that you have to do. So for Allah to recreate the entire creation on the day of judgment, what is it? Tell me from the ayah, what is it? وَهُوَ أَهْوَنُ عَلَيْهِ It is easier on him. وَلَهُ And for him, الْمَثَلُ The description, the attribute, which is الْأَعْلَى The highest. For him is the highest attribute. فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ In the skies and the earth. وَهُوَ الْعَزِيزُ الْحَكِيمُ And he is the exalted in might, the wise. Now what does it mean by this? وَلَهُ الْمَثَلُ الْأَعْلَى المثل, مثل, what does it mean? Mathal has different meanings. Okay? One meaning of mathal is mushabih, equivalent. Like Allah says in the Quran, لا تضربوا لله الأمثال Do not strike amthal for Allah, meaning equivalence for Allah. That so and so is like Allah. No, don't do that. So mathal, one meaning of mathal is mushabih, equivalent. One who is similar. Alright? Another meaning of the word mathal is example. Mathaluhum kamathal illadhi stawqadanara. Mathal. The word mathal, what does it mean? Example. And why is the word mathal used for example? Because the example is similar to the situation that you're explaining. Alright? The third meaning of mathal is wasf. Description. Attribute. Meaning a word by which someone is described. A statement by which someone is described. Over here, what's the meaning of mathal? How will you translate it? Example? No. Equivalent? No way. What is it then? Description or attribute. So if you write in your test, example, marks will be cut. Okay? If you're right, not saying that this ayah will come in the test. Don't get me wrong. It could. If it does, don't you dare write equivalent or anything like that because that would be wrong. وَلَهُ الْمَثَلُ الْأَعْلَى means for him is the highest highest description, attribute. Meaning Allah's description, His attributes are the highest, loftiest, greatest, most sublime attributes are His. So basically, there is no one who is even close to being like Him. There is no one who can reach a level like His. There is no match, no comparable to Him. No one is comparable to Him. وَلَهُ الْمَثَلُ الْأَعْلَى And what is that highest description, that loftiest description, that loftiest attribute? It is 
Is there anyone who deserves this description? No one. لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد وله المثل الأعلى في السماوات والأرض meaning neither in the skies nor in the earth there's no one who has that same description as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has that same attribute as Allah anything that you can think of Allah is higher than that He is greater than that because وله المثل الأعلى وهو العزيز الحكيم the Prophet ﷺ said that Allah says, The son of Adam denied me, and he has no right to do so. And he has abused me, and he has no right to do so. As for his denying me, it is his saying, He will not remake me, he will not resurrect me as he originated me. And Allah says, While originating the creation is not easier for me than recreating it. Meaning, it's easy for me. So, وَلَهُ الْمَثَلُ الْأَعْلَى فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ Baraba, he strikes, he puts forth. Lakum for you, mathalan, an example. Min anfusikum from yourselves. He strikes for you an example, min anfusikum of yourselves. Meaning, an example from your life. Right? An example from your situation. Why your life? So that you can relate with it, and once you can relate with it, you can understand. Alright? What is it that you can understand? The difference between the Creator and the creation. Hence, the difference between Malik and Mamluk, the one who is worshipped and the worshipper. Allah asks us that هَلْ لَكُمْ هَلْ is لَكُمْ for you مِنْ from مَا مَلَكَتْ أَيْمَانُكُمْ Your right hands possess. What is it that your right hands possess? Your slaves. Alright? So, your slaves, do you have Min your slaves, meaning do you have from your slaves, min shuraka, any shuraka. Shuraka over here is understood as partners, co-equals. Alright? Shuraka is a plural of sharik. Sharik is one who shares something with the other. So your slaves, any of your slaves, do you have any of your slaves as a partner of yours? As a co-equal of yours? As someone who shares with you something, shares what with you? Is a co-equal in what? Fima razaqnakum in that which we have provided you, meaning in your property, in your property. So your wealth, your property, your money, do you share that with any of your slaves? Do you share that with any of your slaves? Does it ever happen that a person would make someone who is less than him? Equal to him. Would you do that? So that فَأَنْتُمْ So you all, meaning you and your slaves, فِيهِ in it. In what? In that property, سَوَاءٌ Equal. Meaning that you and your slave would have equal ownership and equal authority of the property that Allah has blessed you with. Would you ever do that? Does this ever happen? No, it doesn't happen. Right? And we learn that in our religion, we have been taught to treat slaves and people who are lesser than you as your equals. Right? For example, in hadith, we learn that dress them what you dress yourself with. Feed them what you feed yourself. Right? Meaning, they are human beings just as you are. Yes, one has more social status compared to the other, but that doesn't mean that the other is treated differently. Right? But over here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is teaching us that does this ever happen in your life that your own slave you make him your co-equal? No, you don't. Tahafunahum, 
you fear them, meaning you begin to fear them, you have respect for them, you fear them, ka like khifatikum your fear and fusakum yourselves. Khifa, this is a new word, but what's the root? Khawafa, khawf. What does khawf mean? Fear. So khifa also means fear. It's just another way of saying it. Alright? So, تَخَافُونَهُمْ كَخِيفَتِكُمْ أَنفُسَكُمْ Would you ever fear your slaves just as you fear people of your level, people of your status? Does it happen? No, it doesn't. Think about it this way. If there is a firm in which there are, let's say, two business partners, alright? And they are people whose names go up on the wall, their names go up on everything, alright? Now these two people... Right? How do they treat each other? Do they treat each other the same way as they treat those people who are lesser than them? No, there is a difference. Right? There is a difference. The way you treat your name partner is different from how you would treat someone who's lesser than you. Someone lesser than you, you can say to them, you're fired. Isn't it? Someone lesser than you, you can tell them, I'm your boss, I'm ordering you to do this even though you don't want to. Correct? But your name partner, someone who is equal to you in status, in authority, you can never instruct them that way. Can you? No, you can't. So, تَخَافُونَهُمْ كَخِيفَتِكُمْ أَنفُسَكُمْ Anfusakum over here doesn't mean literally yourself, but your own, meaning people of your social status, people of your social class. كَذَلِكَ نُفَصِّلُ الْآيَاتِ لِقَوْمٍ يَعْقِلُونَ Thus do we elaborate the verses for a people who use reason. So what is being taught in this ayah? That your slaves can never be your partners. Right? They can never be your partners. Why? Because there's a huge social difference between the two of you. And even if you try to eliminate that difference, and you try to treat them as equals, still you will never have the same level of fear for them, the way you fear people of your social status. Right? Think of it this way. The Prophet ﷺ, encouraged, you know, he had Zayd radiallahu anhu marry Zainab radiallahu anha. Correct? And what was the difference between them? Zayd radiallahu anhu, he was the freed slave of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Right? And he was called as the son of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and later on that was prohibited. Zainab radiallahu anha, on the other hand, what family was she from? What tribe was she from? The Quraysh. Right? Now, Zainab radiallahu anha, Zayd radiallahu anhu, even though both were Muslims, right? Even though Zayd radiallahu anhu had been freed, and yes, they got married, but that marriage didn't work out. And part of the reason was the difference between them. Difference, not religious difference, not in the physical appearance, because Zayd radiallahu anhu, he was similar to the Arabs. Alright? The difference over here was, Social class. Zayd radiallahu anhu was a freed slave. Even though the marriage happened, but still it couldn't last. And I'm not saying that's something bad. It's not something bad. It's something normal. It happens within human beings. Right? The moment you find out that somebody is different from you, even if you try to be all nice and okay, what happens? It's kind of difficult. Right? We can fake it, we can pretend it, but we know deep down in our hearts what kind of bias we may have for others. Right? And in our religion, we have been taught to look past these differences and accept each other. This is the struggle. You understand? This is the test. 
But just as an example, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is teaching us that those who are lesser than you, you never make them equal to you. So how could you make someone who is lesser than Allah and equal to Allah? Someone who is owned by Allah, how could you make them an equal to Allah? When He alone is the Khaliq, how could you equate the makhluk with the Khaliq? How could you put the creation at the same level as that of the Creator? When you don't like it for yourself ever, how could you like that for Allah? If in your society, in your culture, it is not acceptable, how do you think this could be acceptable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? If somebody ever did that to you, you would consider this injustice. Then doing this with Allah, attributing the creation with the Creator, then this is absolute zulm. This is pure injustice. بَلِ اتَّبَعَ الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا أَهْوَاءَهُمْ بِغَيْرِ عِلْمٍ Allah says, those who have done zulm, those who have done zulm, what is the zulm over here? Of shirk, of associating partners with Allah. On what basis are they associating partners with Allah? What standing do they have? What position do they have? What reasoning do they have? What logic do they have? What evidence do they have? They don't have any evidence. What is it that they are following then? Ahwa'ahum, their desires. بِغَيْرِ عِلْمٍ without any knowledge. Because for shirk, is there any proof? No. There is no religious proof and there is no logical proof either. In fact, logic proves against shirk. Logic proves tawheed, as we saw over here. So those who hold on to shirk, what are they following then? Their desires, without any knowledge. فَمَن يَهْدِي مَنْ أَضَلَّ اللَّهِ Then who can guide the one whom Allah has sent astray? Allah has sent astray. What does it mean? That the person wanted guidance and Allah forced him to go astray? Is that what it means? أَضَلَّ You know, this shows Allah's power. That He doesn't need people to be guided. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given the option to people. You adopt guidance or you adopt misguidance. You adopt knowledge or you adopt your desires. It's up to you. But if you choose to disobey, you choose to adopt misguidance, then Allah. Then Allah is sending that person astray. It's as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so powerful. He's so majestic. He's so grand. He's so high that even the misguidance of people does not harm him. وَمَا لَهُمْ مِن نَاصِرِينَ And they shall have no helpers. So what do we understand from these verses? That for shirk, there is no religious proof and there is no logical proof. And those who do shirk, then what is it that they are following? Proof? Knowledge? No. What are they following? Their desires. And nobody ever became successful following their desires. Let's listen to the recitation of just these verses. وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ خَلْقُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَاخْتِلَافُ أَلْسِنَتِكُمْ وَأَلْوَانِكُمْ إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَاتٍ لِلْعَالِمِينَ وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ مَنَامُكُمْ بِاللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ وَابْتِغَاءُكُمْ مِنْ فَضْلِهِ إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَاتٍ لِقَوْمٍ يَسْمَعُونَ 
وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ يُرِيكُمُ الْبَرْقَ خَوْفًا وَطَمَعًا وَيُنَزِّلُ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مَاءً فَيُحْيِي بِهِ الْأَرْضَ بَعْدَ مَوْتِهَا إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَاتٍ لِقَوْمٍ يَعْقِلُونَ وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ أَن تَقُومَ السَّمَاءُ وَالْأَرْضُ بِأَمْرِهِ ثُمَّ إِذَا دَعَاكُمْ دَعْوَةً مِنَ الْأَرْضِ إِذَا أَنْتُمْ تَخْرُجُونَ وَلَهُ مَنْ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ كُلٌّ لَهُ قَانِتُونَ وَهُوَ الَّذِي يَبْدَأُ الْخَلْقَ ثُمَّ يُعِيدُهُ وَهُوَ أَهْوَنُ عَلَيْهِ وَلَهُ الْمَثَلُ الْأَعْلَى فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَهُوَ الْعَزِيزُ الْحَكِيمُ ضَرَبَ لَكُمْ مَثَلًا مِنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ هَلْ لَكُمْ مِمَّا مَلَكَتْ أَيْمَانُكُمْ مِنْ شُرَكَاءَ فِيمَا رَزَقَنَاكُمْ فَأَنْتُمْ فِيهِ سَوَاءٌ فَأَنْتُمْ فِيهِ سَوَاءٌ تَخَافُونَهُمْ كَخِيفَتِكُمْ أَنفُسَكُمْ كَذَلِكَ نُفَصِّلُ الْآيَاتِ لِقَوْمٍ يَعْقِلُونَ بَلِ اتَّبَعَ الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا أَهْوَاءَهُمْ بِغَيْرِ عِلْمٍ فَمَنْ يَهْدِي مَنْ أَضَلَّ اللَّهُ وَمَا لَهُمْ مِنْ نَاصِرِينَ So from the example, what lesson are we taught? That your slaves are not partners of yours in what you own. So how could you make Allah's slaves His partners? Can your slaves become your partners? Never. Then how could you make Allah's slaves His partners? That would be injustice. 